I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com at Husky Stadium on Wednesday afternoon, post-practice with the Washington football team getting ready to play Stanford on Saturday. 7.30 kickoff in Palo Alto. We had a chance to talk to players and coaches today. Uh, Scott had a chance to talk to Bush Hamden talking about Stanford. I had a chance to talk to Trey Adams. And uh, what was his personal foul penalty all about? I'll give you a little bit of a clue. He didn't mention it, but it was... Number eight, Chris Steele, the defensive back, who he had a little bit of an issue with. Nick Harris had a talk with us, as well as Scott Huff, Kate Otten, and Hunter Bryant. What would you rather have, a good catch or a good block? All of that and more with the guys from Dogman.com. Hamden? How would you feel about the way you guys moved the ball against USC? You know, I thought uh, a lot of good, just just inconsistency, you know, for us. I think, uh, uh, again, thought we started fast, putting up those 21 points. Obviously, got to finish. Uh, for four quarters of play. Coach, you guys have outscored opponents 77 to three in first quarters. What is that attributed to? Yeah, I think we've been able to start fast, which is which is a, a huge positive. I think those guys understand the importance of, of starting fast. Um, certainly in, in a couple of those games now, uh, you know, some of those third, fourth quarters have been a little bit situational football and taking care of the clock, but I think uh, starting fast is, is always one of the things we strive. When you had that lead and you were back in your own end a lot. Uh, how hard is that to play call and, you know, we're trying to protect the lead and the ball? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's certainly a decision you have to make. Um, sometimes you feel they've maybe got to make it closer before you take uh, certain big risks and big chances. So, um, you know, again, I think we popped it out the one time they threw the penalty on us. That, that obviously hurt us, but, but you got to manage uh, what to do in that situation. This is a Stanford group that's got a lot of seniors all over their roster on defense. Uh, what do you see from their style? Has anything changed what they do? Uh, no, they, 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 you know, you always have a great uh, amount of respect for Stanford and, and what they do, both offensively and defensively in their style of play. Uh, certainly limited offenses to to uh, limited drives, limited plays, like to slow the game down. we got to make the most of, of every opportunity. You guys piped in a lot of crowd noise to get ready for BYU. This Stanford Stadium has a reputation of being fairly quiet. Uh, anything change in preparation? Uh, no, no. You know, we're always always prepared. Uh, I think if anything going on the road, we understand we got to create our own energy, and I think so. Maybe that's a, a little bit of a shift from focus of, of maybe BYU, but uh, these, these guys, it's about us. Got to be uh, ready to execute. Coach Pete said he will always dial up trick plays. You're not going to shy away from him. You had one go on the deck. Now, uh, what happened on that play? What, what about the execution? Yeah, that, that again, man. We, we wanted to be aggressive, wanted to finish the game. I think that's one of them. If it hits, everybody's feeling really good. And uh, uh, unfortunately, in that situation, weren't anticipating that look, and these things happen. What's, what's the next step for Jacob Eason and his progression? Well, I think we just got to keep growing one week at a time. You know, this is not a... This is not a we got to be here now, we got to do this. I think the outside noise is always expecting that from him, but he's got to take one day at a time now and next year and the year after that and, and, and wherever the football takes him. So uh, growth mindset, one week at a time, continue to improve, and, and that's what our focus is always. The, the USC game is kind of a strange one in terms of short fields and possessions and that kind of stuff. How do you feel like he played in that game? I thought he played well. You know, I, I really did, and I think, uh, you know, again, we just got to continue to give him things to create, and, and he can't try to do too much, take what the defense gives him, and uh, let his natural ability take over. You used a bit of tempo against USC. Is that something you can use, especially on the road, to maybe get that offense going early? Yeah, we think so. Uh, we, we hope that we can do a lot of different things and ability to run the ball, throw it, and, and the tempo piece is, is something we definitely want to keep keep teams on their toes with. 
the improvement of Savan Ahmed. Uh, just talk about his game last week and what you've seen from him so far. So yeah, great, great to get him back, obviously. And, uh, you know, again, we, we kind of know that about him is, is he has the ability to make a guy miss and, and do what he does. And uh, obviously he's a critical part of this offense. Trey Adams. Pretty dumb, so... Uh, <laughs> They do help a lot, though. Yeah. Tell me about you got an unsportsmanlike against USC yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. What happened there, man? Yeah, I was a little ticky tacky after the play. Um, I think the play before I got like cheap shotted or something, and you know we don't really play SC that much, so I thought mm -hmm. I'd leave him with a little something. So <laughs> good thing it was on film, though. So I did have to do 500 push-ups, yeah. which sucked, but. It was good. We were debating on the show yesterday. How long does it take you to do 500 push-ups? All day. Really? Yeah. He just tells me to get started whenever whenever I got here. Okay. So I ended up resorting to a few sit-ups, too, just because <laughs> I was a little sore. Is it yeah. honor code? Does he follow you around? How's that getting forced? Uh, you have another guy with you who kind of, like, um, watches you, and I had, you know, my roommate, Nick mm. Harris, with me, so... Yep. You know, maybe gave me a few extras, but we're good. <laughs> was there a worse punishment than that than you can have doing no. 500 push-ups? No, probably not. Yeah. No. Was he doing push-ups for the dancing, too? Uh, he should have. That should have been a penalty. <laughs> but, no, he got yelled at pretty good. But It felt like there was a lot of yakking going on out there during that game. Did it feel kind of chippy to you during the game on Saturday? A little bit. I mean, like I said, we don't really play each other that much, mm -hmm. or it's every other year or whatever. But, um, yeah. you know, both two pretty physical programs, you don't. We want to win, so yeah. that's definitely part of it. And then, you know, a lot of those guys are a lot of shit talkers, so it's just, I don't know, it's football when that happens. Yeah. From what I saw, it was a first-year player, and he was small. Does it, that add to it a little bit more? Was that my penalty? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a little DB. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this program hasn't won a game down there since 2007. I think you may have been in, like, elementary school last right. time you won a game at Stanford. What would that mean to you to kind of end that streak and, and get one down there before you walk out of here? Yeah, that would be huge. Um, like I said, last year I, w I wasn't down there because I was hurt, so mm -hmm. it's going to be fun to go down there either way for me. But um, to win is always fun. And then, you know, Stanford's a tough team. They're always good. And, you know, their record might, might not show it right now, but, I mean, yeah. they're always a solid team. So it's going to be a good game and, you know, hopefully – decent crowd comes up because mm. usually they don't have a big crowd but um, yeah we're just getting ready we've had a good week of practice yeah. so you want you want a boisterous raucous crowd on the road why I don't know it just helps with your energy I, I feel like you know if you make a big play you know there's this noise and we we practice with noise for a reason and we love you know the energy and all that so mm -hmm. um, sometimes it helps sometimes it doesn't but uh I usually like playing in front. I mean, yeah. that's why you do it, play in front of people. So. Does, it, does it feel like this offensive line, the running game in particular, has really taken a step in the last couple of weeks? Definitely. I mean, uh, O-line, I think we've been playing really well. Um, <laughs> moving guys off the ball, which has been fun. You know, haven't had a lot of sacks, a lot of stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think the starting five guys are all gelling pretty well. And it's just been a lot of fun, man. I mean, how, what game are we at? Six right mm -hmm. now? So. Mm -hmm halfway through and you know time's coming to an end here but it's like so it's been a really fun journey so far so we just got to keep going yeah we've talked about that before do you think about your career here at UW kind of you can see the end in some ways do you ever kind of reflect on that a little bit definitely I think me and Nick talk about that a lot and a lot of the old senior guys you know just what what's uh 
what's it been like and, you know, uh, memories and all that. So um, it's been good. Um, definitely weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I won't have to see you guys anymore, so that'll be nice. Uh, <laughs> Is it really kidding. that painful? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, just a lot of good memories and keep making them. So to keep winning and having fun. Do you feel any effects at all of the back surgery, or is that a thousand percent behind you now? I would say a thousand, ten thousand percent behind good. me. I mean, uh, I feel like I've been playing pretty well in my first games and uh, moving well, and that's all just a tribute to working hard in the weight room and all that. So got to keep going. And there's always stuff that hurts sometimes, but I mean, mine. My knees way gone, my back's way gone in the past, so good. I feel really good, man. I was going to say, evaluate yourself. I assume there's no bigger critic of Trey Adams than Trey Adams. Yeah. How do you think you've played so far? I feel like I played well. I mean, I still got to improve on a lot of stuff, just, mm-hmm. you know, technique and scheme and all that. There's always something you can get better at, but uh, for the first five games, I feel like we played solid. I feel like the whole alliance played solid, but, mm-hmm. you know, always can get better, um, find something to work on, so... Yeah, that's what, why we practice like we do. Great stuff, man. Appreciate this. Yep, thank you. How good was that USC defensive line? Uh, they were good, yeah. They had a lot of talented dudes. I think, uh, you know, those two inside guys were definitely their best players. So that was a good challenge for us. And, you know, we ended up winning. And I think we could have put a few more on them. Just like Coach Pete said, you know, one more touchdown or a few more yards or whatever this, that. Um, but, yeah, they were a good challenge. And, feel like we played well, and I mean, we came out with a win, so that's all that matters. Does that pay dividends down the road, playing against different guys like that? Hell, yeah. I mean, uh, seeing different guys, different type of players, explosive players, you know, bigger, faster, stronger players, you can kind of see how you have to change your technique each week and all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, every week in the Pac-12, you're going against a couple of dudes that are, like, legit but players. You, you've been around a long time. I mean, you played Alabama. Auburn, yeah. Ohio State, is U.S. I mean, just compare, you know, some of the guys that you face in practice every day, USC, the Pac-12 guys, against some of those bigger guys now that you've been around a while. Yeah, those guys um, definitely compare in a lot of ways. I mean, the Alabama dudes were definitely, um, you know, Jonathan Allen, all those dudes, Reuben Foster were really good players. But, um, you know, there's good players all around. And USC has them. Stanford has them. I know Oregon has them. We have them. So, and I think going against our D-line in practice is a huge help just because, you know, guys like Levi and Benning, those guys are hard to walk. So it gets us ready for Saturdays, and that makes it really helpful. You've also been around a while, but you got a couple of young guys on the defensive line in Taki and Sam. Can you tell us, you know, people a little bit about those who may not be as familiar with those two guys? Yeah, Taki and uh, Thule, those guys are both big boys, um, strong. Um, who else? You know, Joe Tryon, that guy's really coming into his play. Zion, a um, bunch of those young D linemen are getting really good. The uh, Ahmed touchdown run, I mean, do you feel like that was coming for a while in terms of do you guys feel like you were close to that, you know, uh, leading up to that run? Uh, close to breaking one like that? Yeah. Um, Savon's fun to watch, obviously, but uh, yeah, we were just blocking. I don't know. I don't let him do his thing. So. Saw him bust it out, and I was like, "You gotta, he's not. No one's catching him." So that was fun. What is it like as an offensive lineman when you you look up from your assignment and the the running back's gone and this guy's back to everybody? Yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, I wish. Yeah, it'd be cool to be that fast. I mean, just seeing a guy like that run is pretty special. And then, um, so that was cool. And all our running backs are capable of that stuff. So that is fun to see.
you mentioned the the push-ups. Did did Nick have to kind of trail you the entire day, or what? How, what's the process for like for that? Yeah, so pretty much Coach Pete's like you got 500 push-ups, you got all day to do it, and pick a guy to watch you. And I had Nick watch me. There he is, right there. And uh, so I had to do 500. Just count some, yeah. So like 50 at a time, or or how do you kind of? Starts off probably like that, and then it gets to like sets of five. It's pretty tough. You got a day to do it. Yeah. When you finish. Start. I mean, we came in uh, Sunday, like 11:30, and left it by like six. So, uh, as long as that is eight hours ish. I think Sam had one too. Did he have to do them as well? Did you do them together? Uh, yeah, I think he did them too. I didn't do them with him though. But yeah, you don't want to get a unsportsmanlike. That's not it. Do you remember Jake getting his after the Oregon game? I do, yeah. I don't know if they made him do push-ups, though, because his arm, but uh, <laughs> he could probably use them. He's a little Nick scary. Or- Nick was Oregon? What's that? Or it was Oregon? Yeah, I don't know. Nick didn't get any for the, the touchdown. No, he didn't get any. So. <laughs> I'm guessing, like, you're doing other stuff in between, right? Like, are you doing film, or, or is it just literally just something to do for No, it's like, you know, we'll be watching film, like, okay. the game, and then... I'll just get up and start doing them or out at practice or doing the lift or whatever. So it's just like really whenever you can find time. You may have been asked this, but what what, what happened on the, on the penalty? I just kind of shoved a kid after the play. I don't know. It was cheap. But, uh, I mean, he shoved me the play before, knocked me down. So, I mean, I, didn't, I honestly didn't think it was that bad of a penalty, but the dude threw a flag. I was like, are you kidding me? So... Whatever. Nick Harris. Can you give, can you give a, a play-by-play of your your celebratory dance after Savon's touchdown run? Yeah, I mean, it kind of. Yeah, I mean, he, I saw him break for the touchdown, and then I, you know, thought we were just you know kicking a field goal after like we usually do because I'm not on the field goal unit, so I just started to celebrate. And uh, I started hearing people scream that we were going for two, and then I just kept doing it because I didn't really hear anybody. And then I, Coach P kind of yelled at me and told me to get down there. And then I ran down. I actually made it down there in time. I don't know why. I mean, I was down there and ready to go. But there was also people on the field goal unit out there, so we couldn't. It was like a little bit of confusion. I everybody knew, so it was pretty fun, though. I mean, I don't regret it. You got the two. Yeah, exactly. So like, who cares, honestly? But like, <laughs> but you know, I, obviously, I can't. I can't. I gotta, you know, lock in. But you know, I was having fun. So, is, is there so about beating USC that that gives you guys a little more juice than than any other win. I mean, yeah, that definitely. Has, I mean, it was a good team. It was a good physical win, especially up front. I know you, we came out fast, and, and we started executing. Um, and it's always a compliment, um, you know, when you know we, the defense is playing super well, and it kind of gives us, you know, just a sigh of relief. Some at times when stuff's not kind of clicking on offense. Um, so it definitely was a good. It was a good win, um, and you know, on to the next though. So how would you assess how the offensive line has been playing as a unit through the first five games? I think we've been playing pretty well, actually. I think we've been playing pretty physical up front. I think our communication has been pretty well. Um, I think I think um, we're playing in sync with the running backs also. I think the running backs are starting to get a good feel for how, we're, how we do things on certain plays and certain schemes. So um, I think I think it's coming together uh, very well. What's the confidence like with that group when you're as experienced as you are and you guys probably have a good idea of what everyone's trying to do? 
Um, it, it, it just it gives you a sense of just more confidence. You know, we I don't have to worry, you know, worry about if Jackson's going to do the right thing or not to play because he's not sure, like, he knows what he's doing. So, you know, or, I mean, anybody up front. I'm not just saying Jackson just because, but, I mean, anybody. It just makes you feel confident in the guys, and, you know, you can just set the scheme, and then they'll execute it. So it's, it's pretty good to have that, you know, that relationship up there. What stands out about the way Coach Huff coaches you guys? Um, I think it's just his intent, and it's like his energy. I think he, he – if there's something we know we need to work on, he makes it a focus, and he doesn't try to just throw a whole bunch of things we need to work on at us, like and just get bombarded. And he makes it like every day we have like a focus. We need to work on this, and we need to work on that. And he just drills it over and over again until we know what we you know have to do. So I think it's just he just he does it with like like super intense intent, and he's just like you know he's just super energetic and he makes it fun. So. Does that simplify things for you guys? For sure. I mean, it, it makes it. It makes us. You know, we just take one thing at a time, and then we get better at it, and it, and it helps over time, um, because we we get so we get so focused on it, and you know, we get better at it. You didn't play um, center in high school, and then your first year here, you didn't play center as, as well. How hard was it? Yeah, first two years. So. Talk to me about how hard it was to learn how to snap the shotgun and do all those things, especially when you got a 320-pounder lining up straight across from you. Yeah, I mean the whole the snapping thing isn't. I think that that's not the big deal. I think I think that's that comes in a couple weeks. Honestly, it's just getting that sequence of motion. I think mostly it's just um, taking command of the offense and having to learn what everybody does up front rather than just learning what you have to do. Because when you're at guard or you're at tackle, you kind of just learn what you have to do on every play. It kind of makes it easier. But when you're at center, you got to make sure you know everybody, you know, make sure what everybody has to do on every single play, which is kind of difficult. So I think that was the main thing that I had to take the next step out playing, moving to center, was just making sure I, you know, knew what everybody was doing on every single play, every single scheme, and being able to communicate. When you when you went out in the Eastern Washington game, did uh, Mateo come over and kind of ask you what you were seeing or anything like that? Well, I was. Making, or were you back in? The- yeah, I was making. No, 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 I was making sure that. Um, I mean, I was watching the game. I was making sure that he, like, I wasn't just messing around inside. I was watching him, and you know, if I saw something that you know he could do or he could fix or something he should be looking at, I would let him know. So he definitely, you know, he, he did good in that game for sure. For his first college football snaps, he did pretty well. I mean, obviously we won, so um, you know, he, he did good in that game. He's in, he's progressing every week, you know, in that backup role, and I'm, you know, he's he's definitely doing good. Scott Huff. What's the what's the most difficult part of making that transition from guard to center? Like uh, initially, it's going to be for guys. It's going to be the snapping component because that's not easy. Um, then after that, or one A and one B is at least in our offense the the knowledge of the system and the ability to to like set the scheme, be our field general, right? Um, so it's kind of one A and one B there. Uh, getting the ball to the quarterback, which is such a basic fundamental, but it's really hard to do and initially, and then and then just being able to just run the show, like get guys on the same page, recognize the defense, make the calls, you know, all that. The snap component is it just is it the obviously you want to get it to the quarterback where he needs it, but is it that motion of actually snapping and then having to get your head up and be well, their heads make, up? It's just getting the ball to the quarterback. Like yeah, I mean it's just all with the guy on top of you. You know, all the shotgun stuff, whether you're shotgun or under center, 
human nature is I got to get my hands up to get yeah. get on this guy, and you actually have to you finish the snap, and you got to learn to do a lot of things one handed while your while your snap hand is completing that that you know motion. Um, so you, yeah, you guys you guys got to get used to that because it's you know in the space most you know like I don't know you look at different offensive lines and everybody's got a little different philosophy. We're not real far back off the line, but we're also not the guys that are on top of the line of scrimmage. And all of a sudden now, if you're used to playing guard, you've had a little bit of space between you know you and the defender. Now all of a sudden you're at center, and if the D line wants to crowd the line of scrimmage, I mean, it's on right now. And the minute you flinch, they're on you. And so, um, whereas guard, you know, depending on your offense, you might have you have a little bit of room to get your feet in, get kind of cozy, you know, <laughs> and, and snuggle up. But yeah. Yep. Uh, Scott, you know, I, I think uh, what a lot of people are wondering is uh, how much has Trey improved from when you saw him last year in the last four games to where he is at now? I know physically he's healthier and everything like that, but let's talk about his progress. Yeah, he's done a, um, a great job in the offseason with Coach Saha and company and getting getting stronger uh, with, with all of his lifting. Um, get, he's dropped some weight. And uh, not like not anything crazy, but he's changed his body. Maybe is a better way of saying it, where he's lost a lot of body fat that he kind of naturally put on when you're when you've been injured, um, and really leaned up and just looking good. And um, so he he's he's done a really nice job there. Um, as far as Nick Harris, you were you were talking about him snapping the ball and everything like that. He said it only took a couple weeks. Yeah, is that is that true? Is that your recollection? Well, we kind of just say some guys got it, some guys don't. Um, yeah, Nick, Nick Nick was a pretty smooth transition. And what I liked about him the most is he didn't have to do the dead balls thing. He can snap it like, I don't know, like you're throwing a ball. I don't know what the technical term is. but um, So he, he does it do you feel right Do you feel like the con- uh, communication between your guys is where it needs to be? And and, it, and if not, what, what do they still need to work on? I mean, big picture, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I would like to think that any offensive line in the country is good for the big picture. You know, are there certain plays and critical moments where they could be better? Absolutely. When, when you when you see a breakdown on the film and things like that, do you go to? I think a lot of people want to know what the process is to go to the guys and say, "Hey, what what were you hearing from each other?" I mean, what, is that kind of what you do? Um, yeah, what was I the mean, call on this right. Like what was the scheme you set? But I, I'm really down on people that have all the answers after the fact, and mm-hmm. so I tell these guys all the time, like, um, you know, I don't want to be the guy, the master of the obvious, or hindsight's twenty twenty. It's like, okay, you made this call, why, and what were you thinking there, and then try to either fix it or retrain them. Like, okay, I get where you're coming from, but this is. This you know. is why we can't. Yeah, make this call. the end of the day, as long as all five guys are on the same page, we're normally okay. What happens? What the, what the bigger issue is is when one guy goes rogue, or you know, there's a breakdown between one or two guys, and now you got three guys doing one thing, two guys doing another. That's when you look stupid. Is that kind of like what happened in Auburn? Not to bring up a bad situation, but the Auburn game last year, those last uh, that last play where mm, one guy. Oh, you know, I got to okay, be totally yeah. honest with okay. you. <laughs> I could easily say, yeah, yeah, that's what happened, but I honestly have no. I have no so. So when, when when you talk about those things and you work on the communication with the guys, is that something where 
the continuity between them where you're constant because during yeah, fall yeah, it's definitely nice to, to not have to say everything to each other like it's safe to assume this okay right like yeah that is definitely nice when you when you are playing next to somebody like hey no crap we're gonna do this right here like i got gotcha. you like we don't need to communicate that but you know there's always those critical downs where third downs for sure and pass protection and most of the time, our problems come with not communicating to the tight ends or to the running backs. Is most of the time our guys are pretty good because they we do everything together. Um, that's where you see uh, some problems. Uh, is is like we had a a, a play in the game where Skinny. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what the scenario was, but the, the basically it, Nick made a call, which was good, and uh, Rich I think was in the backfield and he 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 didn't realize what had gone on and, and all five guys up front were on the same page, but he was not. And it was like, okay, that that's a problem. Okay. Right. And so, um, I, yeah, I think that, I think that's more where we, we, uh, we constantly are trying to make sure we're on the same page with the running backs and the tight ends. Hey, Don. And we, we try and work as well together as possible. And that's communicating, that's playing together, blocking together, running routes together. And so, um, whenever we're on the field together, we want to, we want to take pride in making a play go, and so uh, that's been great. I think Stanford's had the reputation of cranking out NFL tight ends, uh, Fleener, Ertz, et cetera, on and on, but uh, what about you, Dub? Is that part of the reason you came here, the, the way they use tight ends? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of great tight ends in the past that have had success, and tight ends in the NFL now that are having great success, and so um, seeing that as a, as a high school kid and um, just a fan of football. It's an awesome opportunity to come to University of Washington, especially as a hometown kid, and, and play tight end where there's been great tradition. Will Disley is all of a sudden a featured receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Could you have envisioned that playing alongside him? Uh, I mean, I saw, I saw him play every day here, and so I knew he was super talented or great with the ball in his hands, and I don't think a ton of people saw that, but... Um, and it's like obviously it's so awesome seeing him succeed, especially in Seattle still. But yeah, I knew I knew he was that good, and so um, seeing that translate in the NFL is incredible. You guys have an emotional home win. Uh, how do you translate that to the road, where it'll be a more quiet stadium? Uh, you're going to have to create your own energy. Uh, yeah, we we take pride in just like thinking about us, like sticking to the process, doing whatever we can to get better each and every day, and so. We're not too worried about the circumstances or where we're going or what's going to happen on the other side of the ball. We want to take care of what we can control. What do you see from the Stanford defense? Uh, they're physical. They're high motor, get to the ball, and so it'll be a great test to, to see if we can get some stuff done and, and uh, get the win. How do you think the offense is clicking right now? Uh, really well. We're having, I think we're having a lot of fun is the biggest thing. Um, just executing, um, going to work every day, and, and doing our best to, to be physical and make plays down the field. And so, um, yeah, it's been it's been great. We're just having a lot of fun right now. And Bryant just got it done, right? Yeah, I think we came out really just played as a team and played together. And I think that really showed in the first half and how we ended the game too. Um, how we kept them once they got in the red zone. How our defense kept them out of the end zone. And our offense was just able to respond. And, 
keep them off the field, and I think it was just a great team win for us. Is there extra motivation when you're beating a team like SC? Just kind of prestige, and you're growing up. There's all you know, a bunch of five-star guys there, a bunch of four-star guys there. Is there kind of that extra feeling when you get done with that game, feeling of accomplishment? I mean, I think every win is just a great win for us. Like, we go out every week just focusing on that game and just trying to get a win that week and not really looking ahead or not really focusing on the opponent too much, but more just looking at ourselves and how we can play as a team and play together to get the win. Well, I got my math right. The last time the Huskies beat Stanford, you were about seven <laughs> in in Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's it going to take to uh, snap that streak? Um, I think just the same thing I just said, just playing as a team, going down there and really just focusing on us and focusing on the, like, the little details of the game. Are you surprised with how Stanford's playing this year? I mean, they were supposed to be, along with you guys in Oregon, you're right there at the top of the north. No, I mean, I think they're a great team. And, uh, I mean, they have a lot of great athletes, and they have a great program, and they run the ball really well. They, the defense has a bunch of athletes, so I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited to play. How different are you as a player this year, other than your health, obviously? You're a lot healthier this year than you <laughs> were last year. How different are you as a player than you were last year at this time? Um, I just think I'm more knowledgeable, and I think I'm really focusing on blocking more, which has helped my whole game out. And I love blocking now, which is kind of cool, like something I never thought I'd really say, but I mean, I really have, I enjoy blocking and just making the right, like, read and making the right fit and just getting, like, my running backs loose and, like, springing a play, like, that's fun to me. I think that's where, I, where my game took the next step. How long did it take you comf- to get comfortable with Jacob? Um, really immediately. I mean, he's a great quarterback, a great leader. Um, he came in and kind of really just took it over, and we all just following him. Finally, uh... I heard you guys practicing with noise out there. Mm-hmm. Is that really necessary when you go down to Stanford? I mean, uh, Levi yesterday talked about he hated the environment. That's what he says. He mm-hmm. hates the environment because it's just such a such a dead environment. How do you feel when you go to places like that that just don't have the same juice as your home stadium? I mean, we talk about every day just bringing our own energy to practice. And so, I mean, I think no matter where we go or where we play, like, it's really all about us and, like, how we play. And so, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. You ever campaign to get the ball more? Do I campaign? Yeah. Nah, not really. I mean, I just go out and uh, run the routes I'm supposed to or block when I'm supposed to block. And if the ball comes my way, I'm going to try to make a play. You ever tell Jacob I'm open, I can take this guy? Not really, no. Just like, I mean, he goes through his reads. Like, he'll find the open guy. And so, I mean, I don't really, like, impress him about it. It's just kind of how we play. Coming into this year, you get a little bit of a reputation for what kind of a player you are. Are you finding teams defending you a little bit differently than they have in the past? Um... I haven't seen anything that's, like, really different. So I'm just kind of going out every play and just trying to make plays. Connor Weddington, you used to work out with him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we're on FSB. Yeah, did you talk to him at all? Um, I haven't talked to him this week or recently, but, I mean, he's still like a brother. Like, we still, when he's up here, like, we'll get workouts in together. And, uh, I mean, he's having a great season so far, so that's really cool to see. What was film review like after the SC game? Um, Really just looking at the little things we did wrong as a team and trying to get that fixed moving forward and just focusing on the details. You made a lot of good catches, but one you dropped when you hit the ground was still a tough catch. How much did that stick in your in your head? Um, I mean, personally, I always remember the drops because I pride myself on like trying to catch everything. And so when I dropped that, I mean, I, mean, I should have caught it, really, just point blank. Everybody's going to keep, you know, focus on your catches. So is there one good, really good block that really stands out to you in the USC game? Um, I was in the backfield one play and coming down on like a power and their linebacker was coming up and fitting the hole, and I think we just like, collided really, but like I got movement back, and he was able to go for like four yards when we needed like a couple. 
What feels better, great catch or a great block? I think right now a great block feels really good to me just because I've been striving for that for so long, and that's really what I've been working for. So, I mean, once I get a really good block, like that feels really cool.